Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Well, who embraces their humanity? Someone who's stuck in their program? No, not possible. Someone who's coming from the survival mindset? No, not possible. Someone who's coming from their divinity. Someone who has tapped into their spiritual nature. That's the presence that's showing up that can embrace their own frailties, embrace their own humanity, embrace other people's humanity. And may I say it again, usher in tremendous grace. Fitness and wellness expert, naturopath, and adventure enthusiast, Wendy Peck. And my husband, Todd Isburner. He's a fundraising guru, men's mentor, and Bible scholar. And as a couple, we're going to share riveting breakthrough stories from our guests who've experienced the meaning of a changed life. Our hope is that you will be inspired, equipped, and entertained along your own life journey. So lean in, listen well. This could be your biggest breakthrough. Hey, hey there. It is so good to be back with you. And uh, I've got to say, this is going to be a program you absolutely must listen to every single word, every single second, all the way through to the end. Because I really believe something's going to happen in your life today if you'll pay close attention, like wife Wendy always does. By the way, Wendy, how's your mindset today? Before we get into this, how how are you doing today? How are you doing? Well, I'm doing uh, good. Thank <laughs> you. But your mindset today, where are you at? I think it's good. I mean, yeah. it's usually glasses half full or overflowing. I mean, I've usually got a pretty good positive mindset. This is true. Yeah, yeah. You I generally mean, are. How's yours? Well, I'm glad you asked. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I really have to be honest here. And I am reevaluating my mindset based on what I'm learning from uh, our guest. You're going to hear some fascinating things in just a moment. But I started to ask myself some questions about this whole mindset thing. And, you know, while I think I'm doing okay, I'm now pretty sure, certain that I, I need to reset in a few areas. And you're not, you're, you're never, uh, it's never too late to reset a mindset. And That's I'm right. facing some issues right now where I'm thinking, God, I've, I've got to reset some things here. Mm, well, then you are in for a treat, Todd, yeah. because our guest today is Lisa Jimenez, known as Lisa J to her friends and her followers. Mm -hmm. And she helps people reset their mindset. So well, you, you're in for a treat. I am. And you know, Lee, Lee, as I've been reading about Lisa and getting to know Lisa, she's become really a true And you've expert. known Lisa for a while. And I so have. have I, and yes. we've been blessed to... Uh, just kind of track along with her and and all the things that she's involved in but she's uh, she's become an expert in this whole area and it's based on her own life experience mm -hmm. for certain there are a few other contributing factors that have caused her to be an expert we're going to get into that but i love the fact that she's uh, also just come out with a new book it's just like ready to be placed on the shelves or in your inbox <laughs> it's called uh, mindset reset and it's all about how to retrain the brain yeah. So with that, uh, Lisa, welcome to your biggest breakthrough. Hey, hey, you guys. Hey, I am hey, welcome. So thank here. you so much. <laughs> Beautiful to see you. You know, it won't thank you, but Lisa, it's so great to have you on. It won't be long. And behind you on your shelf of books, I see the other couple of books that you've had there. Great pieces of work that have sold. Have you sold like 250,000 yeah, books? Yeah, a quarter million copies and 11 languages. 
So I love writing, but I truly believe that mindset reset. I mean, it just flowed to me. It is my life's work. You know, I, I believe there's multiple magnum opuses in our lives, but for right now at this, such a time as this mindset yes. reset is my gift, my magnum opus and my purpose. Wow. I got to take a moment just to think about those words. Magnum opus. What? <laughs> what? What? Magnum opus. Like, wow. She may be blonde, but she's a smart blonde. I was going to do this. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. All right, then we're going to get right into it because here's the question on everybody's mind, or at least on my mind. Let me put it that way. And that is just what exactly is a mindset? If you could define that, and then how come it is you're saying we need to reset it? Mm -hmm. Simply put, a mindset is a collection of beliefs. And the reason why we need to reset our mindset is because these collection of beliefs were all created and adopted into your very persona way before your seventh birthday. We call them programs. So we show up in life and statistically proven behavioral psychologists share with us that 95% of our behaviors are simply from a program which is the mindset, mm. a collection of beliefs. So I'm my message, you guys, is all about freeing people to tap into what's beyond their programming, what's mm. beyond their survival mindset or their present mindset. What's beyond that? If they were really, truly taking a deep dive into why do I believe what I believe? And then consciously recreating their beliefs, which is recreating their mindset to truly expose who they really are, which is their spiritual essence, which is their divinity, which is in quantum physics, what we call pure potential. Anything is possible. So what would it look like if you and I, all of our listeners right now today, really took a deep dive in the next several minutes that we're together about retraining the brain, recreating their mindset. Is our, our, our mindsets formed basically because we're products of our environment so often? That's what most psychologists say, and I am a psychologist. However, why this book is so special is I don't believe that's the, the whole picture anymore. I believe we have five primal beliefs that we are born into just because we live in a, in a physical realm. We have a physical body. We have physical laws. We have, we have a duality to us. So Mindset Reset is about understanding that you have that duality, you can embrace that duality of that physical nature, which is where the mindset was created from a physical perspective. But we have, we have a duality to us. We have a spiritual essence. Mm. We were made in the image of God. And when we can recreate our beliefs from that hierarchy, from that Mm. nature Wow, you guys. Wow. <laughs> we can redefine who we are in the world. We can show up more powerfully in the world. Yes. yes. Wow. Okay. So you've got a little bit of a leg up on the rest of us because you, you've you done doctoral work in psychology, right? So you've really, you've dug down and you've studied uh, the human psyche. Mm-hmm. So some folks are, I mean, they're, they're getting what you're saying here in terms of what is a mindset, this collection of beliefs. But I guess some are wondering, why, why do I have to mess with it? I mean, it is what it is. I, I am who I am. I have this mindset. Why, why are you telling me I got to reset it? Well, because I want people to live in freedom. I want them to see, wow, the freedom that comes on the other side of these constraints, of these limiting mm. beliefs, of this limiting mm. mindset. I call it in the book, the survival mindset. The brain is wired for survival. So it's constantly looking to protect 
and to, to find out what's wrong. And so when we can shift even that first survival mechanism, these are called programs. These are called mechanisms, the mindset. When we can just bring an awareness to, wow, why do I do what I do? Why do I, why did I do that? Why do I do what I do? These are triggers. When we can identify these, because they're barriers, we can identify these programs, these triggers, these barriers, and then we can show up more consciously and consciously choose how we're going to manage a challenge or move past coronavirus or Mm -hmm. who are we being in the middle of a pandemic? We can choose that because here's the piece. This is my first Lisa-ism. We are the only created organisms in all of God's creation that can choose one thought over another. We are the Mm. only organisms in all of creation that can choose one emotion over another. No other created organism can do that. A A cat cannot do that. A cow cannot do that. A plant cannot do that. Nothing else can actually consciously choose one thought over another. Now, just think about the implications of that, you guys, to be consciously aware. Who who am I being right now? What am I? I can choose another thought over this limiting thought or a better emotion over sadness or anger or self-pity. We have free will. So Mindset Reset is about helping people harnessing the power of their mind and tapping into that free will to choose one thought over another, one emotion over another. Almost like a conquer and layer approach, right? And that's just how um, we get to be who we are in a habitual pattern as well, right? It's a conquer and layer. And so we can do that with our, our mindset as well. We get to conquer the negative or conquer the barrier, conquer whatever that's keeping us from that next level of living. And then attack on a, a healthy uh, mindset. And that's, that's what you're saying. Have a reset so that you can put a new layer, a new filter on how you were seeing uh, your beliefs and, and your habits before. Okay. And you want me to really blow your mind right now? Go Come for on. it. I mean, look at the title of my first book, Conquer Fear. So as a behavioral psychologist, it was all about breaking through. It was all about conquering. It was all about, and in Mindset Reset, it's not about that at all. It's about embracing. It's about embracing your duality. We have got to stop beating ourselves up. We have got to start ushering more grace over ourselves and others. And when we do, I'm getting the chills just thinking about this because this is where freedom lies. When you choose to usher grace over yourself, oops, there it is. I teach my clients. Oops, there it is. There's my limiting mindset. There's my program. There's my habitual pattern. It's just, oops, there it is. And you can embrace your humanity. Well, who embraces their humanity? Someone who's stuck in their program? No, not possible. Someone who's coming from the survival mindset? No, not possible. Someone who's coming from their divinity. Someone who has tapped into their spiritual nature. That's the presence that's showing up that can embrace their own frailties, embrace their own humanity, embrace other people's humanity. And may I say it again, usher in tremendous grace over ourselves. So even my book, Conquer Fear, I'm okay with that title because that's who I was when I wrote that book 15 years ago. But let me tell you what I have seen over... 22 years of coaching clients over delving into ancient wisdom, scripture, and everything else that's been written about quantum physics and the new sciences and 
It is about embracing love. It's about embracing who we are and embracing our duality, embracing our humanity. That's beautiful. And that is a message that absolutely has to get through deep into our hearts and our minds. And I'm wondering if, uh, if some folks maybe think, um, well, maybe this mindset of mine could use a little help. The reset thing, right? Because the reality is what Wendy and I do on this show is we we talk about breakthroughs in people's lives. And you can't really have a change in behavior or a breakthrough from point A to point B until something shifts on the inside of our minds, correct? Which would be the reset thing. Wouldn't it be cool though if we could just hit like a little button and get a reset button, right? But it's not that simple. But the program's in the way, isn't it? Yes. The program yes. is in the way. So we you are conscious. It. We don't have a conscious to us to say what Todd just said. The program's in the way. Fall back in those triggers and those programs. That's why I wrote Mindset Reset to really help people with this. It's a five-step formula to literally retrain their brain, recreate who they are. I want to hear more, uh, hear more about those five steps in that formula. But first things first, because some folks are saying, well, she's a psychologist. She knows about all this stuff and, or, you know, so she can talk about it. But the reality is you obviously had to go through this yourself. You can't just talk about something you know about. You have to live it out. So take us to someplace in your life mm. where you experienced a true breakthrough because you went through a process of resetting your mindset. Mm. What happened? Well, it's happened several times, but the most profound, there were actually two, but the first most profound breakthrough I had was when my husband, Mark Jimenez, uh, my high school sweetheart, married to him for 18 years. I came home from work one day and he shared with me that he didn't want to be married to me, no longer wanted to be married to me and that he was moving out. In fact, that weekend prior, he had found an apartment and he was like telling me he's leaving and that he wanted me to sit down with our three children, wow. the five of us and share that daddy's moving out. I mean, you guys, what is what do you do when your husband of 18 years, the father of your children, your high school sweetheart looks at you and says, I don't want to be married to you anymore. I mean, that was such a radical breakdown such a radical breakdown that everything unraveled for me, you guys. I, I just, sure. I didn't know who I was. I, I was in just in just engulfed in fear. And boy, did the programs come out. <laughs> Interesting. My survival mindset showed up big time. And the first thing I did was hire a Christian counselor. And I went to her three times a week because, and this is what I said, I have to save my marriage. I have to make Mark love me. I have to save this marriage. There's no such thing as divorce in my world. We will save this marriage. You tell me what to do, I said to the Christian counselor, and I will do it. I will save this marriage. Now, just notice, notice, notice the programming. That looks courageous, doesn't it? That looks courageous. What do you notice? It's the I. I can do it. I will do it. I will. It's, it's almost a, a control yep. and a fear at the same time, yes. right? As opposed to surrender and letting go and, and allowing God to orchestrate, right? It didn't matter what God was going to orchestrate. I was going to save this marriage because I thought that that was God's will. Like, I'm just like, this is God's will. So by the seventh session with this Christian counselor, she said to me, Lisa, do you know that the Bible says live in peace? And I'm like, okay, what does that have to do with me? <laughs> and she said, does Mark want to be married to you anymore? No, he doesn't. Then why are you holding on so tightly? 
Why are you forcing him? Why are you holding on so tightly? Well, what I said to her, <laughs> this is again, the survival mindset. <laughs> I've transformed a lot since then. <laughs> but I basically stood up and said, you're the worst Christian counselor I've ever even heard of. <laughs> and I got up and I walked out of the room. Really? Yes. Okay. Now the she Holy Spirit in agreement. wrote so, me that day. Know. I'm in the car driving away sobbing. Oh. And I don't know, the Holy Spirit just broke me that day. And I just decided to turn around, completely surrender. I showed up at her front door in the office. She was still sitting there and I'm just crying. And I'm like, I'm completely broken. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to show up in love for a man who doesn't want to be married to me anymore. I don't know how to do this. The rejection. And she helped me recreate myself. She mm. helped me move past a breakdown to a breakthrough. And within about three months of working with her from a surrendered mindset, from my divinity, I was able to show up for Mark and say, you don't want to be married to me anymore. How about we create one family under two roofs? And I know you guys, you listeners, you want to hear that Mark ran back to me and we got remarried and, and everything was perfect as it was supposed to be. But what I can tell you is Mark did not run back to me. We created one family under two roofs and everything is perfect the way it was supposed to be. Someone right now needed to hear those words. Yeah. It's hard to let go, you guys. It's hard. We're so attached to our identity. So the underlaying of my survival mindset, what was at the root of that program was, if I get a divorce, my career is not a success. I'm a failure. If I get a divorce... People will judge me. There was, there was nothing in there about what would be best for Mark, who I love. Mm -hmm. What does he want? What does God want with this plan? It was all about protecting myself because I didn't know who I was without the identity of wife and mother. Do you think as a mom too, though, it was out of protection for your children because oh, it's the fear of the unknown? Absolutely. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lisa, you've mentioned several times this divinity connection, mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, obviously so important in your life. The, your, your faith journey had to start somewhere. That day when you surrendered, you had to believe that you were surrendering to someone, something, right? <laughs> like you were get, like you were letting go of everything. You're saying, okay, Lisa can't fix this anymore. Hello, who's out there? <laughs> but you obviously had some connection to God. So Take us back to when that began, how that, how that happened, and where it progressed to in your life at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. I was lucky to be, to be raised in a faith-based family, totally blessed for that. Uh, and I went to private school, um, a Catholic religious-based school. But when I turned 11 years old, I went to a revival. And it, during the intermission, I was walking around a lake in this older gentleman, you guys, I was 11, so he was probably in his 30s, but to me, he was older. <laughs> this right. older gentleman, who I didn't even know, uh. said to me, are you enjoying the revival? Oh, yes, I love this. And then he said, do you know you're going to heaven? And I said, yes, I do. And he said, how do you know? And I said, because my mom's Catholic. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my first day uh. to step into faith for myself. That was my first day that I surrendered and made a decision, a choice yeah. for my own personal relationship. 
not through the religion of my family. That's so good. So good. So you had that initial burst of faith, and then you took that with you throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, you're you going through the divorce, and you're holding on to God by way of surrender, saying, you take control from here. 100%. Did, did everything just straighten out? Everything? Life just was hunky-dory for years to come? I mean, <laughs> Where did, where did it, you must have had some of the ups and downs and other opportunities to surrender? But during that whole process, what was happening in terms of learning this whole idea of mindset resetting in the following years? It was progressive, right? Just like Wendy said, it just built on one decision, built on the next. It was progressive, but truly, liberation happened for me that day. Hmm. It did. Liberation happened, and it was so sweet. Hmm. It was so sweet. I, I didn't want to ever go back to being a control freak. That's the surrender was so sweet. So while sure I had dips and holding on again and over controlling my life, I just remember how sweet surrender is. And we even have this in quantum physics. It is actually described in quantum physics mm-hmm. and it's called zero point energy. Mm-hmm. Zero point energy is the closest you can get to what they call the God particle. That's quantum physics. And that's the closest you can get to actually creating something new, not creating from your past, not creating from a mindset, not creating from what you think is possible, but here's my language actually stepping into the miraculous. And I love the miraculous. Oh, Lisa. The supernatural, the miraculous. Like, yes. it's fascinating to me. I want to experience the miraculous every day. Yeah. And I don't every day, but when I choose to let go and move into that zero point energy, as quantum physicists call it, I mean, what do you have when you have nothing? Because that's who I was. 17 years ago when my husband said, I didn't want to be married to you anymore. I had, I was nothing. But what do you have when you have nothing? You have your creator. You have your, you have everything. You have everything. You have everything. Yeah. Every, when you have nothing. So some of our listeners right now feel like they have nothing. They've lost their businesses. They've lost their financial Mm -hmm. security. They've lost friendships Mm -hmm. over the pandemic and over the election and over fill in the blank. They've lost so much. But my friend, please hear these words of truth. When you feel like you have nothing, you truly have everything because there's all possibilities now. You have nothing of your history telling you or creating something. You are stepping into the miraculous. You are stepping into zero point energy and anything is possible. Just imagine what that would look like in a relationship, Todd and Wendy. What would it look like if you guys showed up every morning not knowing each other? Mm. I don't know you. I don't remember your foibles. I don't remember what you did yesterday to make me angry. I don't remember how familiar familiar you are Mm. to me. I'm going to choose to not know you. Mm. This is a mindset. Yeah, I'm going to wake up this morning and not know you and let you surprise me. Rediscover. Oh, Rediscover. Wow. Then we never put anything in a box. We don't put our success in a box. We don't limit God. We don't limit our pure possible potential, which is who we are in the energetic field. We are energy. We can create anything because we are pure potential energy. That is the source of who we are, not our physical nature. 
but our pure potential potentiality of energy. Mm, okay, I'm gonna stop for just a second here because I just gotta acknowledge who's next to me here. Who are you again? I don't know you. <laughs> oh, I love that. He's a fast study. He is. Yeah. Just need to tell him once. Let me get to know you a little later. Okay. So, so Lisa, you're, you're saying something that's really striking me pretty significantly here because everything that you're talking about in relation to this zero point energy uh, sounds to me like you cannot achieve that place of nothingness until you surrender. Now, you talked about that first big surrender. But from what I'm hearing you say, it, what it really takes is every single day a true, complete surrender, right? Now, I know that sounds easy, but what is it that stands in our way of surrendering? Is it, is it fear? Is it lack of faith that there is a God who loves me and cares? But what, what stands in our way that it's so difficult to continually surrender so that God can open up all these new possibilities? I would say all of the things you just said, but in my mindset reset message from my personal message, it is the program. It truly is the programming that we have. Which is the control. It's the We think yeah. it's us. Yeah. We show up with a set of beliefs called a mindset and we think it's real. We think it's us. That's not you. So one of the exercises we can even do right now that I put in the book is just to take a big breath, all of our listeners. Ah, breathe in that beautiful life oxygen and exhale. And I want you to imagine, use the power of imagination. I want you to imagine you have a set of beliefs called your mindset. There they are. You're holding them right here. You have some fears. You have reality. You have a set of beliefs. I want you to imagine that you can shift those beliefs and dissolve them into purple smoke. And now I want those beliefs, those problems, those fears in purple smoke to move out of you. Let them go. There they are. Go, 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 go. Now look over there. <gasps> there they are. If you are not your identity, if you are not your problems, if you are not your challenges, if you are not your mindset, if you are not your physical body with the, its ailments, if you are not your disease, if you are not financial problems, if you are not struggle, who are you? That's called surrender. That's an exercise we can do throughout the day when we're starting to feel frazzled. And it's just the program, you guys. It's, oops, there it is. Everyone does it. I do it. You do it. Fill in the blank for the most beautiful, successful, spiritual icon you know. They have a survival mindset. It's part of the human condition. It's never going away. It's part of our physicality. But when we can embrace it and not let it define us, and by that simple exercise, using the power of the imagination that Einstein said was more powerful than knowledge, it's a simple imaging and imagination to allow that problem, that mindset, that set of beliefs to move out of you. There it is over there. So who am I? Wow, I'm pure potential energy. Now, how can you best handle that problem? <laughs> how can you best find the solution for that challenge because you're pure potential energy. You're coming from your divinity. Now you're pure potential energy, who you really are. Now you can have a perspective. Oh my gosh, I'm only a million dollars in debt. That's what one of my clients said to me two years ago when we shifted this. Now it doesn't take a one-time shift. This was a daily process for her. She was a million dollars in debt over a million dollars in debt. 
but she, who was she? She's resourceful. The reason she was a million dollars in debt is because she's a risk taker and she just made some bad investments in her production company. She's a filmmaker. But wow, two years ago, she started resetting her mindset using this exercise of moving that outside of her like purple smoke. Mm. And who she was, I'm resilient, Lisa. I'm I'm a I'm a problem solver, Lisa. I, I'm 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 a solution-oriented force, Lisa. I'm a miracle manifester, Lisa. That's what she started telling me on our coaching calls. And she was Love just it. coming up with all these ideas to grow her income, to grow her impact to come from her heart, to solve her problems, to find solutions. And they they are found not by effort. They are found because you're open to receive them. And who you are is the energy of that solution, not the energy of the problem. Yeah, that's so key to remember. Listen, I'm I'm thinking about the the Surrender Purple Smoke exercise. (laughs) I love that it's purple. It's my favorite color. Yes. I made it up. I love it too. Yeah. All right. So so that obviously uh, is in your book, correct? Is it one of the sections in your book? Yes. One of the exercises? Mm -hmm. And you've got five steps. And I'm just thinking through how uh, it would be so important to know what those five steps are. You have a whole program that's uh, that's laid out. We're going to share a lot of that in the show notes. So if you want to go get Lisa's book, get to her website, get some help, you'll be able to do that. Yeah, we don't want to give away all five here because we want them to go get Lisa's book. We can give away all five. We want to free people today. And you know what? It's about you become who you practice to be. Good. So that book yep. will help you practice yeah. Yeah. these five steps in the formula. You become so, so, who you practice to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. right on. Mm-hmm. That is so truthful. We've just right been there. practicing yeah. our old mindset for so long, yeah. we think it's yeah. us. Right, right. <laughs> That's true. What a joke. The joke's on us until we shift it, right? <laughs> well, guaranteed today, uh, because just about everyone, every single day, has got to deal with some issue of money, right? Something in regards to their finances is going to pop up today. It just is. And it's going to be very, very easy to slip back into the old programming of what my relationship with money is all about. Mm-hmm. And because t- today that seems to be a major preoccupation. We're we're in the, the beginnings of 2021. Uh, we're still battling coronavirus, so there's lots of health issues. But along with that, almost seems to overshadow the health thing. It's people are so afraid and worried about money right now mm-hmm. that resetting that is going to be very challenging. Now, you believe it's possible, not only because this is what you teach and have experienced, but you have, you've had several opportunities in your own life, correct, dealing with finances where you've experienced some breakthroughs. C- can you share what happened when you were faced with the, the need or opportunity to reset a mindset that you had regards to relationship with money? Yes. Beautiful. I'd love to. So we started our conversation with, we have some programming, a mindset, the programming around money for a hundred percent of the people walking this planet is it's bad. It's the, the root of all evil. You make it and you lose it. There's such limiting beliefs around money. The limiting belief for me around money was all of those, those three that I just said, and even more, here's the story. It was year three that I was doing my taxes for my brand new company, RX Success. So this is 22 years ago. And I was talking to my mom and saying, I'm kind of frustrated with my income. Like year one, I didn't make any money, but year two, I made a profit. And now year three, I made the same profit. 
And it's so weird, mom, because I'm doing more, like I'm, 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 I'm promoting more, I'm giving more speaking engagements. Why is my profit the same amount? And she was bold enough to say, well, how much was it? And I was bold <laughs> enough to set to tell her what it was. And she said, isn't that fascinating? That's the same amount of money your dad made when you were a kid. Interesting. Really? Okay. So, so this book, Mindset Reset, it's not just about what you think is your limitations. It's the hidden barriers. Mm-hmm. So I would assert that most of us have a lot of constraints around money because of the messaging that we got in childhood. But also that, I mean, if you had a dad or a mom who, who was a superstar for you, you, it's possible that you have a limiting belief that you don't want to supersede them. This is all unconscious, you guys. You don't, you're not even aware you're doing this. But then we start sabotaging our success so that we stay in alignment with what, what we believe is right, right for us or proper for us. So as soon as my mom said that, I'm like, that's fascinating. I need to have a conversation with dad. So I sat down with my dad and I said, dad, I think I have some hidden fears about surpassing you in business because I'm a woman, I'm, I'm your little girl, and you were like bigger than life than me. And, and, and he had to reassure me so that I could retrain the brain. And even if he didn't reassure me, because there's some listeners right now that their dad has passed over or their dad would not assure them. Maybe you have a figure in your life, a grandfather, a grandmother, a mom, a dad, who they do have that belief that children should not supersede them. That's possible. Well, then you need to recreate your own belief systems around that so that you never put any limits on who you are and what's possible for you Mm -hmm. in your God-given purpose. So I chose to retrain my brain around money, recreate. So step number four in our mindset reset formula is literally craft a vision. I decided to craft a vision around money. How much money did I want to make on year four? And why did I want to do that? And what was I willing to trade for it? In other words, I believe in value for value. If you make a lot of money, whatever a lot of money is, then you are gifting a lot of value in this world. Mm -hmm. That's how money works. Money is simply an energy. If you're gifting value, you will get value. And sometimes it's not in currency, you guys. So don't get stuck up on that. Sometimes it's in gifts. Sometimes it's in sweet accolades. Sometimes it's in the gift of being on Todd and Wendy's show and sharing my message. But sometimes it's the green stuff. It's currency. (laughs) Value for value, my friend. So when you see your income going up, then you can say, wow, I'm about resiliency. I am giving value. So if you feel your income has gone down since the pandemic, I get it. I'm there. I had six events canceled, speaking events, and I just got resilient. I said, which state is open? Which state am I willing to go do my events? And I did five mindset reset retreats in the middle of a global pandemic from March until last month. That's (laughs) amazing. It's a lot more challenging to have a live event in the middle of a pandemic. It's restrictive. I could only have 10 people, but I found the states that were open that allowed you to have a gathering with 10 people, marketed the retreats. I showed up. I showed up because nothing's going to stop me. And that's the kind of mindset and resiliency you have in you as well. (laughs) Speaking of value uh, versus value, um, you and, and you grew up in what town? Paradise, California. Correct. And so I just 
watched a documentary called Rebuilding Paradise, and I thought of you on the airplane and your family. And so value versus value. You went to paradise, and you helped these these families that had nothing. Like, I thought of you in such a beautiful way on the airplane last night coming back from our trip. Um, and I thought about, you know, just when you said value versus value, you have given back in such a beautiful way that way that, um, you know, God has allowed other blessings to come forth. So these five events that have come forth, you know, we don't know. We we don't know the the scales of what what gives what, but we know that it comes back in return. And so, um, say that again. We know that it comes back in return. It does. It doesn't. That's have a to mindset. Be, exactly. That's a belief to adopt. That's yeah. a belief to stand on. That's right. a belief to root. So in the show up. Show up. And do the thing that you're called to do. And I, mm-hmm. anyway, that's what you did. And I know God has blessed that uh, tenfold. Yeah. So thank you yeah. for that. I just wanted to throw that and in. And you know, I want to share this with our listeners. You guys, like it's, it's just so many rich blessings. When my family lost their home, when my seven siblings and cousins all lost their home, mm. when 25 to 30 high school friends all lost their home, you know, hundreds to thousands of people I know from Paradise, California, lost their home. Everyone lost their home. It was more like who didn't lose their home? Very few. When that happened, I just happened. I did get remarried, you guys. So my husband, Jeff, my new husband, he is a pilot for fun. So I said to him, Jeff, we got to get up there tomorrow. He's like, Lisa, I mean, okay, let's do it. He brought resources. We brought a smile We brought hope. Yes. We brought faith. We brought cash. Now, I would not be able to do that had God not gifted me that man who I married, who just happens to be a pilot for fun. So what if I didn't marry that man who just happens to be a pilot for fun because I thought, oh, I don't deserve somebody that is a pilot or, oh, that's kind of out of my league. Those thoughts went through my head, but you never know why God is richly blessing you. You got it. So don't put limits on it, my friend. Receive it. Receive it. There's a purpose. So I'm so grateful that that town of Paradise, California, we went up there in that first three months of the fire 17 times. Like it was just every couple of days heading up there. And then throughout the first year, multiple trips every single month. And we're going up next next weekend, weekend after next, again, just to be with the beautiful people of Paradise, California. Most have not rebuilt. Most live in the surrounding cities. Uh, but what a pleasure to get to be a blessing for them. So I love that you brought that up, Wendy. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. You know, it's real obvious, Lisa, that um, it's true that our behaviors are really an outgrowth, a manifestation, if you will, of our beliefs. So you and your husband were able to contribute as much as you could because of your belief in who you are, where your identity lies, and what you were able to give back. And this, I think, is the longing that God has tucked into the hearts of everyone. But there seems to be some kind of a sticking point in that that area of belief. And I want you to just comment for a minute or two about just where do you get faith from so that you can change your beliefs? I mean, the Bible tells us, I think it's in 1 Corinthians, that we have the mind of Christ. So how does that all fit in, this this? This idea of growing our faith, having the mind of Christ, so we are, our beliefs are in line with all that he could miraculously do through us. Yes. Let's write it down. You become who you practice to be. Hmm. So let's take faith. Faith is just like a muscle, 
Are you practicing your faith? So how, and faith, what is faith? It's a substance. And when you look at quantum physics, scientists have actually said, wow, there is a frequency that actually creates growth from a seed in the ground. There's a frequency. Mm -hmm. So you take that seed out of the ground and you chop it up and you look inside, you don't see an acorn. You don't see a carrot. You don't see anything that would resemble life. But yet we have faith. That when you put a seed in the ground and water it and give it light, it will come to fruition. It will manifest. So you already understand faith. Yes, scripture says faith is a gift. We have a gift called faith. But you and I, we need to work it out. So start thinking on, here it is, you have the power to choose one thought over another, one thought over another. Start thinking on the miraculous reality of this life experience that you can start cultivating your faith. One is the seed. God, just think about that, you guys. That blows my mind. Yeah. And having great expectancy of the Have a great expectancy. There's a frequency around that seed mm -hmm. to call forth everything it needs. It doesn't even have a brain. You have a brain. It doesn't even have imagination. You have imagination. But that seed can call forth everything it needs to come to total manifestation, to come to fruition. You, my friend, have that and then. So what are you thinking about? What are you choosing to believe? How are you cultivating your faith? So start thinking about the, the majestic power of a seed pulling forth all it needs to come to fruition. Start admiring the sunset and the sunrise. You can count on that. Start watching YouTube videos of a flower opening up. I mean, every time I watch that, you know, what's it called, you guys, when it's the slow, super seed? The slow, la the lapse kind of film. Yeah, but it, it's yeah, yeah, in yeah. fast motion. Oh, the, oh, oh the, the fast. Yeah. The no. video that you can watch a flower yeah. open. Mm -hmm. I just watch that and I feel inspired. Time so up. it is, it's a practice. We become who we practice to be. A couple months ago, I was feeling lack financially. So I'm saying, okay, let me get a whole bunch. I did twenties. You guys could do fives. You could do a dollar. I did twenties. And I put a bunch of 20s in my pocket and I went for a run right here in Huntington Beach. And I said, whoever looks at me, eye contact, I'm going to hand them a $20 bill. <laughs> That's cool, Lisa. I'm going to say to them, you, go, you guys, what's your name? My name's Neil. That's the first guy I said it to. I said, Neil, I promised myself that every person that looked at me and smiled, I'm going to give you a $20 bill because we're in the middle of a global pandemic and people have fear to even look at each other. And Neil, you looked at me. You don't even know me. I'm just out here running. But you That's looked at cool. me and you smiled and I handed him the 20 and he didn't say, you're a weirdo lady. <laughs> didn't. He said, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Beautiful. What's your name? Lisa. Lisa, I will always remember this moment. Mm. Wow. This is he cultivating who we, yeah. we, we practice who, you know, we, we are who we practice to be. Yeah. This is us cultivating cultivating our faith, practicing the faith muscle yeah. and seeing the results of our behaviors, of our choices. And we are created in God's image. And I think people say that so flippantly. Yeah. It's like, no, don't you understand and grasp? We are made in his image. He spoke this world into existence. Just like when we speak words, it's frequency and it becomes reality. And so the, the power of the word, you know, life and death is in power of the tongue. And so we talk about that quite often on this podcast because, wow, 
are you speaking life or are you speaking death? And I love that Mindset Reset is all about speaking life mm-hmm. and and just having a, a flip of a script in your mind and, and getting a, a get a hold of yourself, people, <laughs> and and living your life. This is so true. There's a frequency in our words. So one of my clients diagnosed with cancer three months ago. So we get on the phone with he and his wife and we start speaking words. Just they're Jewish, beautiful Jewish people. You know, so we don't talk too much about my beliefs in spirituality and their beliefs in spirituality. But as my client, I can teach them the power of frequency with words. So I said, you guys just start speaking frequency of words because what you're speaking right now, this lovely couple is medicine, chemotherapy, pain, fear. They're speaking. They have to, Uh, they get on the doctor. Okay. What time's my doctor's appointment? Did you have your chemo? Yes. I threw up. Yes. I'm losing my, their language is all about their condition. And I understand it. It has to be. However, we can choose one word over another. So I, we get on the phone. We just start speaking words, gratitude, joy, resilience, well-being, peace, power, cells rejuvenating, life. We just start speaking words together, the three of us. That's our. That's part of our coaching call. It's like that. What, what's that twenty five thousand dollar pyramid? Pyramid. You start saying a word, and they guess the word. <laughs> that's great. So everybody, write that down. Just start practicing speaking these words with higher level frequency, and watch how it elevates your emotion. You know what I love about that is that goes beyond just trying to be positive, right? I mean, we've all kind of had our our fill of the, all of the stuff that goes around the positive mental attitude, that whole thing. And I'm not dis- discounting that. That's all very important. But what you're saying really is based in the truth of what God has said. And we don't have to go too far in his word to find those kinds of positive affirmations, truth-filled statements, declarations of who we are and what he has for us. And when I when I hear you talking about that with the power of our words, I'm thinking, well, this is the mind of Christ that the Apostle Paul was writing. This is how your mind of Christ is developed and shaped. And uh, I just love the practical aspect of what you just did. Because any of us could do that at any moment out loud, speak words that affirm and bring life and open up the door to the miraculous. Speak life, speak life over your spouse, speak life over yourself, speak life over your kids. You can do this. You can do this. I know it's tough, guys. I know. And and it sucks. Part of this sucks having school online, but you can do this. You're resilient. Who I know you to be is fill in the blank. Like speak life over people, speak life over ourselves. Well, so Lisa, I think in your mindset reset formula, you cover all of that. <laughs> and I'm thinking that that formula is laid out in pretty good fashion in that new book that's coming out. And you mentioned five steps, or excuse me, seven, five, how many? Five. 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 And uh, I, I wish we could have time to go through all. We covered a couple of them, but we've also left the door open for folks to find out more. So again, in the show notes, we're going to put where to get your book, which is available when? Just in a few days? February 22nd. Awesome. Perfect. And God willing, we just got picked up by the country India and the country China. So this message will be 
transcribed in their language and published all over that country. And to me, that just is thrilling. It's thrilling to know that this message, talk about leveraging your time. That's what a book can do, like leveraging how you get your message out. And I'm thrilled that I did the work. I published the book, the message is out. And now it's getting published in other countries' languages to just expand the possibility of this message radically transforming lives. Yeah, and God is uh, obviously just uh, enjoys surprising you once in a while, too. You probably didn't see that one coming. Hey, uh, Lisa also does mastermind retreats where you really do a deep, deep dive over a period of time. And uh, you can go to her website and find out a lot more about that. She's available as a speaker, even with places that are restricting the number of folks who come. She'll come speak. (laughs) So once you find out about all of that, we'll put that information in the show notes. But it is, just in case you're not going to the show notes, lisajcoaching.com. And she also has some awesome freebies for you. And we'll put that in the show notes. Yes. So you can even go get those freebies right now. LisaJCoaching.com forward slash freebies. Easy enough. Go do it. Go do it. Lisa, we're so grateful for you. You are true inspiration. We just kind of hang on your words because they're born out of your knowledge and your life and your experience. And most importantly, your faith in God and how relevant that is in your life and how that spills over to others. So cannot thank you enough for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you. Just love your heart, Lisa. And God's blessings, uh, may they continue to just, uh, just, just excite you and just the miraculous be seen each, each and every day with great expectancy. Thank you so much, you guys. And thank you to all the listeners. I love it. You, you are born to be blessed, to be a rich blessing to others. Awesome. Love it. Thank Bless you so you. much. Thank blessings. you, Lisa. See you again. See you. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, we love spending time with you right here on Your Biggest Breakthrough Podcast. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. But until then, just head on over to yourbiggestbreakthrough.com where you'll find some free resources and information and a place where you can comment. And we would love to dialogue with you there. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. 